You're listening to the Holy Bible One Year Challenge with master storyteller Michael Wood, featuring the easy-to-read version and used by permission from Bible Week International. Enjoy the show! Hello, everyone. Welcome to Day 152. We will begin the book of 2 Samuel, and I'll be giving a detailed introduction in just a moment. We're continuing in the book of John, and Jesus' body is still missing. But Mary Magdalene is at the center of the story as she's crying for the body of Jesus, not knowing where it is. But then angels appear to her, and then finally Jesus appears to her. And through Mary Magdalene, the resurrection of Jesus is announced. Some believe, while others doubt. But when Jesus appears in a room, even when the doors are locked, his followers have no choice but to believe that Jesus has risen, just like he said he would. If you enjoy the show, visit me at patreon.com forward slash storymaster. You'll find the link in the description box below. By contributing as little as $1 per month, you will enable me to continue this ministry, and you'll get cool rewards too. Together, we're going to get through the Bible in one year. Let's get started. Second Samuel and introduction. In this book, King David faces many challenges. Samuel is not there to advise him, but Saul is not there to chase him. Second Samuel tells about David's time as king. While David was building his kingdom, he had many successes and many failures. When David obeyed God, his kingdom was successful. In fact, God made a promise to King David. He told him that his kingdom would never end. When God made this promise, he was looking forward to the eternal kingdom he would set up through one of David's descendants. This was to be Jesus of Nazareth, God's chosen king, the Messiah, or Christ. King David reminds us of King Jesus because he included people of different races in his kingdom. Neither kingdom was limited to one nation. David expanded his kingdom by conquering most of the nations around Israel. He also made treaties with other, more powerful nations. This is one reason why Israel became so powerful. David did not begin his rule as the king of all the Israelite tribes. The tribe of Judah in the south supported David, but the northern Israelite tribes were still loyal to Saul and his family. In fact, after Saul's death, the northern tribes chose their own king. He was Saul's son, Ishbosheth. But Ishbosheth was king in the north. For only two years. After many struggles between the northern and southern tribes, David finally became king over all Israel. But in doing this, David killed a lot of people. So when David wanted to build the temple, God did not allow it because he had killed so many people. Even though he was a great warrior, King David could not stop the terrible things that happened in his kingdom. In fact, he caused many of the problems. David made God very angry when he had sex with another man's wife. Then David had that man killed to cover up his sin. David's son Amnon forced his own half-sister to have sex with him. And one of David's other sons, Absalom, did not want his father to be king. Finally, David and his army fought against Absalom. It was a sad and difficult time for David. 2 Samuel ends with the last years of David's life. In the book of 2 Samuel, we see that David becomes king 
over the whole nation of Israel in chapter 1 through chapter 5. David's kingdom will last forever in chapters 5 through 10. David's bad choices put his family and kingdom in danger, chapters 11 through 20. And finally, David understands that the Lord is the true king of Israel. 2 Samuel chapter 1 David learns about Saul's death. After David defeated the Amalekites, he went back to Ziklag. This was just after Saul had been killed. David had been there for two days. Then, on the third day, a man from Saul's camp came to Ziklag. His clothes were torn, and he had dirt on his head. He came to David and bowed down with his face to the ground. David asked him, Where have you come from? The man answered, I just come from the Israelite camp, David said. Who won the battle? Tell me. The man answered, Our army ran away from the battle. Many of them were killed in the battle. Even Saul and his son Jonathan are dead. David said to this young soldier, How do you know Saul and his son Jonathan are dead? The young soldier said, I happened to be on Mount Gilboa, and I saw Saul leaning on his spear. The Philistine chariots and horsemen were coming closer and closer to Saul. Saul looked back and saw me. He called to me, and I answered him. Then Saul asked me who I was. I told him that I was an Amalekite. Then Saul said, Please. Kill me. I am hurt badly. I am about to die anyway. He was hurt so badly that I knew he wouldn't live. So I stopped and killed him. And I took the crown from his head and the bracelet from his arm and brought them here to you, my lord. Then David tore his clothes to show his great sorrow. All the men with him did the same thing. They mourned, cried loudly, and did not eat anything all that day. They were sad, because Saul and his son Jonathan were dead. They were sad for all the Lord's people, the descendants of Israel, who had been killed in battle. Then David talked with the young soldier who had told him about Saul's death. David asked, Where are you from? The young soldier answered, I am the son of an immigrant. I am an Amalekite. David said to the young soldier, Why were you not afraid to kill the Lord's chosen king? Then David told the Amalekite, You are responsible for your own death. You said you killed the Lord's chosen king? So your own words prove you are guilty. Then David called one of his young servants and told him to kill the Amalekite. The young Israelite killed him. David sang a funeral song about Saul and his son Jonathan. David told his men to teach the song to the people of Judah. This song is called The Bug, and it is included in the book of Jashar. Israel, your glorious leaders lie dead in the hill country. Oh, how bravely those heroes die! Don't tell the news in Gath. Don't announce it in the streets of Ashkelon. I don't want the Philistine women to be happy or the daughters of those foreigners to be glad. May no rain or dew fall on you, mountains of Gilboa. 
May there be no offerings coming from your fields. That's where the shields of the heroes were disgraced. Saul's shield has no one to care for it. Jonathan was fearless with his bow. With its arrows, he spilled enemy blood. Saul was skillful with the sword. He swung it, and mighty men fell wounded. Saul and Jonathan, how dear they were to us. In life, they loved being together, and even death did not separate them. They were faster than eagles and stronger than lions. Daughters of Israel, cry for Saul. Saul gave you beautiful red dresses and covered them with gold jewelry. The brave heroes have fallen in battle. Jonathan lies dead in the hills. Jonathan, my brother, I miss you so much. You were very dear to me. Your love for me was amazing. More faithful than the love of a woman for her husband. The brave heroes have fallen in battle. Their weapons of war are lost. Second Samuel chapter 2 verses 1 through 7. David is anointed king of Judah. After this, David asked the Lord for advice. David said, Should I take control of any of the cities of Judah? The Lord said to David, Yes. David asked, Where should I go? The Lord answered, To Hebron. So David and his two wives moved to Hebron. His wives were Ahinoam from Jezreel and Abigail, who had been the wife of Nabal from Carmel. David also brought his men and their families. All of them made their homes in Hebron and the towns nearby. The men of Judah came to Hebron and anointed David to be the king of Judah. Then they told David, The men of Jabesh Gilead buried Saul. David sent messengers to the men of Jabesh Gilead. These messengers told the men in Jabesh, The Lord bless you, because you have shown kindness to your Lord Saul by burying him. The Lord will be kind and true to you, and so will I. Now be strong and brave. Your Lord Saul is dead, but the tribe of Judah has anointed me to be their king. John chapter 20, verses 10 to 31. Jesus appears to Mary Magdalene. Then the followers went back home, but Mary stood outside the tomb, crying. While she was crying, she bent down and looked inside the tomb. She saw two angels, dressed in white, sitting where Jesus' body had been. One was sitting where the head had been, the other was sitting where the feet had been. The angels asked Mary, Why are you crying? Mary answered, They have taken away the body of my Lord, and I don't know where they have put him. When Mary said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not know it was Jesus. He asked her, Why are you crying? Who are you looking for? She thought he was the man in charge of the garden, so she said to him, Did you take him away, sir? Tell me where you put him. I will go and get him. Jesus said to him, Mary. She turned towards him and said in Aramaic, Rabboni? Which means, teacher. Jesus said to her, You don't need to hold on to me. I have not yet gone back up to the Father. 
But go to my followers and tell them this. I am going back to my father and your father. I am going back to my God and your God. And Mary Magdalene went to the followers and told them, I, I saw the Lord. And she told them what he had said to her. The day was Sunday, and that evening the followers were together. They had the doors locked because they were afraid of the Jewish leaders. Suddenly, Jesus was standing there among them, he said. Peace be with you. As soon as he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. When the followers saw the Lord, they were very happy. Then Jesus said again, Peace be with you. It was the Father who sent me, and I am now sending you in the same way. Then he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of anyone, their sins are forgiven. If there is anyone whose sins you don't forgive, their sins are not forgiven. Thomas, called the twin, was one of the twelve. He was not with the other followers when Jesus came. They told him, We saw the Lord, Thomas said. That's hard to believe. I will have to see the nail holes in his hands, put my finger where the nails were, and put my hand into his side. Only then will I believe it. A week later, the followers were in the house again, and Thomas was with them. The doors were locked, but Jesus came and stood among them. He said, Peace be with you. And he said to Thomas, Put your finger here. Look at my hands. Put your hand here in my side. Stop doubting and believe. Thomas said to Jesus, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, you believe because you see me. Great blessings belong to the people who believe without seeing me. Jesus did many other miraculous signs that his followers saw, which are not written in this book, but these are written so that you can believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God. Then, by believing, you can have life through his name. Proverbs chapter 13, verse 20 to chapter 14, verse 4. Be friends with those who are wise, and you will become wise. Choose fools to be your friends, and you will have trouble. Trouble chases sinners wherever they go, but good things happen to good people. It is good to have something to pass down to your grandchildren, but wealth hidden away by sinners will be given to those who live right. A poor person's field might produce plenty of food, but unjust people often take it away. Parents who will not correct their children have no love for them. Those who love their children are careful to discipline them. Good people will have plenty to eat, but the wicked will go hungry. A wise woman makes her home what it should be, but the home of a foolish woman is destroyed by her own actions. Those who do what is right honor the Lord, but dishonest people hate Him. Foolish words cause you trouble. Wise words protect you. A barn with no cattle might be clean, but strong bulls are needed for a good 
harvest. Thank you, everyone. That was day 152. Join us for day 153. Continuing in 2 Samuel, even though David is anointed king of Judah, another king arises to challenge him, which divides Israel into two kingdoms. Then there is war between Israel and Judah. We will be finishing the book of John. Jesus appears to more followers. Then he has a one-to-one -one talk with Peter, then gives some final instructions to his followers. We hope you enjoyed today's verses. Be sure to leave us a positive review and to share this podcast with your friends and family. Please join us for the next episode as we experience the Bible in one year. Did you know we offer online courses in creative writing, literature, and web design? Visit us at storymaster.online to learn more.